My name is Dorothy. Nico. What makes you guys happy? Mm, cats and broccoli. Broccoli? Mm-hmm. Anything. Anything? Yes. Those were second graders in Prague talking about what makes them happy. At seven years old, even the smallest joys can bring a smile. Unfortunately, as we get older, embracing that carefree way of life feels harder and harder. The dread of our daily lives outweighs our love for cats or broccoli. We'd all like to believe that this childlike joy is still within us, but from our workplaces to our bedrooms, stress permeates our lives even when it doesn't have to. A simple notification on my phone can have a massive butterfly effect on my anxiety. So, what happened? How did we get from broccoli to aneurysms? I'm Pasha Tobe. And I'm Megan Akakobel. In this episode of the Progcast, we explore all angles of stress in Prague. But first of all, what is stress? How do we know that we are experiencing stress? And how does our state of mind influence our stress levels? Progcasters Anna Kozachuk and Olet Simbal went to see psychologist Igor Mikriokov for an explanation. So we, we could define stress as a state of organism from psychological perspective, mostly state of mind, but also state of the body. When we encounter some new situation, new stimuli, which is somehow difficult for us to adapt to quickly. Can you tell me how can we recognize when we are experiencing stress? We can recognize through our bodily reaction, so it's a raised heartbeat. Uh, We start breathing faster, so it's faster heartbeat, faster breath. Uh, We can experience sweat, our hands could sweat or our face can sweat or other parts of the body. Uh, And some people who really are aware of their body, they recognize stress from bodily reaction. But other people, maybe those ones who are more in their minds, they recognize stress from catastrophic thoughts or somehow scary thoughts. This can be intrusive, unpleasant thoughts about, oh my God, what am I gonna do with this? Oh my God, how am I gonna solve this situation? Okay. Yeah. How do our thoughts and beliefs affect our stress levels? Uh, greatly. They affect, uh, they affect greatly because our thoughts and beliefs, we can see them as our glasses through which we observe the world and every situation which uh, happened to us. And if we have some glasses, maybe rose ones, we are not so much in stress in comparison to a situation or to a person who has black glasses, yeah, if I use this metaphor. And in uh, psychotherapy with my clients, it's often about changing beliefs. Uh, For example, core belief, I am incapable. Core belief, I cannot deal with difficult situations in my life, will bring a person much more stress in everyday situations than a core belief, I am tough. I'm tough, I'm capable, I'm strong. So we are working on changing these beliefs. 
And that was psychologist Igor Mikriokov speaking there to Anna and Ola. Well, I guess we know what stress is now. And we also know that stress affects everyone differently and to different degrees. Students, for example, might be stressed when exam season rolls around. But some people are in inherently stressful situations constantly, like a chef. I can imagine. Even when my mom and I are cooking Thanksgiving dinner for my family of 10, we get way too stressed. I can't even picture doing the same for an entire restaurant. Well, between classes, Anna and Ria Balasubramanyam caught up with the head chef at Cafe Osada, just around the corner from our dorm in Prague 7, to learn more about the profession, what makes it stressful, and how he copes with it. Actually, I didn't know what to do in my life, you know. At such a young age, you don't know what to do, so I just choose that I want to be a cook because I love food, and that's I ended up here, you know, doing here. That's it. Uh-huh. And did you anticipate how stressful the job of chef chef could be? Yeah, it could be really stressful sometimes, you know, it depends how what the kind of team you have around you and what type of person you are as well, you know. Some people are stressed even more than the normal people. I, I mean, I'm not stressed right now and I'm not that stressed anymore as I used to be, but it could be really, really hard sometimes if you have a lot of orders or a lot of stuff to do, but... Yeah, that's it. What is the most stressful part of being the chef? It's, you know, the whole job, you know, the, the, the job as it itself, it's hard. You know, there is not, not like the only one particular, uh, one certain stuff was hard. You know, it's hard all the time. If you have a lot of work or if you are alone as well. If you don't have a good uh, team around you, or if they don't uh, listen to you, and then they don't know, they don't do their job properly. So yeah, sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's not. You know. How how do you cope with stress? I go to gym and I just work out, and that's it. You know, that's all what I do for that. Nothing else. I mean, some I know some chefs they use I know like drugs or alcohol, but I don't do that. I train. Are you gonna work as chef in your future? Oh, actually, I don't know. I mean, maybe for next ten years, but then I'm not sure about that, you know. Because as I said, it's stressful, it's hard job, and when you get older, you know, it's not that easy to do that. I mean, to be still at work and you know to think about it because it's not like the office job. When you at five o'clock you are done and I don't need to care, but here you have to care about it all the time. Even in your free time you have to think about it, like what I'm gonna cook, what I'm gonna do, when I'm gonna do that, how I'm gonna do that, who's gonna make it for me, when I gonna gonna order that stuff or when I gonna get that stuff, you know, and still like that. This chef is not the only person to use physical activity to counteract stress. Oleg and Anna found lots of people jogging, golfing, and doing other exercises in the parks of Prague. They asked them about their experiences with stress and how physical exercise helps them. Can you tell me how often do you experience stress? Oh, it depends. You know, on work, family. I think generally once a week, twice a week. And how do you cope with it? Running. 
I go running, I go to nature, somewhere where are no people. You are trying, you try this, you try that, and then you choose what is the best. Why are you jogging? For, for what? Uh, clean my head and uh, to be able to eat. <laughs> okay, and how did, you come, how did you come up with the idea of jogging? Uh, I was getting fat. Can you tell me how often do you experience stress? Uh, on a like daily basis, of course, because I have four children, so on a daily basis. And can you tell me some ways you deal with it? Three times a week I play golf, once a week I do yoga, sometimes I cycling, It's any sport helps. Often, I don't know, maybe every, it depends how you measure that or what, what's the other criteria for the stress, maybe daily. So, how do you deal with it? It really depends. Sometimes running helps. It's more linked to like the amount of work than purely like taking into account the consequences. But yeah, I balance this with running, as you see, <laughs> to uh, to start a fresh week. So yeah. So, how often do you have stress? Well, uh, I'm a student, so quite often. <laughs> well, I would say seven days a week. <laughs> Do you have some ways to deal with it? Yeah, that's what I'm actually doing right now. J jogging is the best uh, medicine for me. How did you come up with this idea? Well, it was inspiration from a friend who used to run marathons uh, like ages ago. And said uh, it's working quite okay for him. So I, I started doing the same. Those were some lovely sounds from the parks of Prague. But you know, Megana, physical activity doesn't necessarily need to be intense. The ultimate goal is to have a greater understanding of your own body and its strengths and weaknesses. Wow, that's super deep, Pasha. But you're right, and the ancient practice of yoga is especially well known for this. Oleg and I took a beginner yoga class with Prague-based instructor Karina Bolin, who has developed her own style of hatha yoga. After guiding us through the basics of the practice, She also spoke to us about her experience with yoga and her suggestions for how to implement it in our own lives to reduce stress. We take a moment at the beginning of class to prepare our minds for practice. So once again, either closing your eyes or just tuning out your visual perception of the room and starting to turn your attention inside. Uh, I'm originally from the UK but um, I haven't lived there for many years. Um, I've been in Prague now for 14 years and I've been teaching yoga during that time. Before that I lived in Moscow, I had a very different life working in a corporate environment until one day I decided to do something completely different. So we moved here, I trained as a yoga teacher and I've spent the last 13 years developing my own style of Hatha yoga which is uh, adaptive and inclusive and very welcoming of all body shapes and sizes. Why did you make that transition to yoga? 
So for personal reasons, we came to Prague, um, but also it was a time in my life where I felt I wanted to try something completely different, to move away from the um, kind of rat race of the corporate world and to really follow my passion, which was always yoga since quite an early age. here for maybe four or five breaths. So I want you to focus here, maybe bend your knees a little bit and lift your hips a little bit further up and back. If you don't mind, I'm just going to gently press here. That's it. How so would you describe you it affects your emotional or physical well-being? You know, for me, as I've said, yoga isn't any more just the physical part, although of course it does help, as you and I just discovered in our class, to keep the spine healthy. So um, it definitely helps with physical mobility and comfort and just that self-awareness of when there's pain or if I feel uncomfortable or if I feel something needs stretching, that ability to connect positively and therapeutically with my own body and certainly um, in my mind, my meditation practice on certain days keeps me sane. <laughs> but yoga is so much more than that. It's so much more of a lifestyle practice and I find that it seeps into every area of my life now. Yoga is really for me just about being a better human being. It's about how I see myself, how I interact with the world around me, how I communicate with people around me. So I feel like I'm practicing yoga all the time. Um, now as an instructor, what do you see people coming into your classes looking for when they come to free yoga? So yoga gets pretty good press generally. So quite often beginners come to my class just curious to try it because they've heard about this wonderful thing that's life-changing. So often it's just a sense of curiosity. Um, often people come with specific physical conditions that they want to address, a bad back, an injury, or a health condition that maybe prevents them from doing a more regular exercise class, so from a more therapeutic level. And sometimes people come more because they have a, a mental or emotional issue that they want to address, stress, anxiety, depression, or burnout. Um, sometimes they just need to be able to focus more. So people come for all different reasons, and I hope that in their yoga class, they're all able to get what it is that they need. Karina helps people in Prague reconnect with their inner child, bringing them to a more relaxed state. But what else can we learn from embracing a childlike mentality? Let's go back to where we started, both literally and metaphysically, back to the children of Prague. Do you guys enjoy school? Yes! What do you like about school? I like about school breaks, dinner, and English class. I like about school English class. English class. <laughs> Do you guys know what stress is? Yes. What is stress? When you're uncomfortable and when you're uh, so mad and in a, uh, really sad. When you like have a lot of things to do, but you but you have too many things to do. 
so you can't do it at the same time and make you just feel uncomfortable. Do you guys feel stress? No. Say that again? No. Why do you think you don't feel stress? I don't know. Well, not right now, but once I did. When did you feel stressed? Well, I don't really remember, but I just remember that. Yes, I had, because I have a lot of chores, and I and it was really late. I was tired, but I had to play on the flute. Read, um, clean up my room, say um, some letters for my logopedia, and just so many things to do mm-hmm. in so little time. Easy. Easy. Okay. Easy. Easy. Okay. What? I'm no stress because um, homework is easy. Yeah, but it's easy, but um, uh, in high school is hard because you're bigger and bigger. <laughs> so how can we make sure to not have stress? Should we play outside? Yes. No, first homework and then outside. <laughs> Everybody, Stress will always be a part of our lives, and it's so important to understand what it is and how to manage it. Maybe it's about changing your perspective, or maybe it's about finding a new favorite physical activity. There are many things to try in order to find what works for you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We definitely had a great time exploring the city and learning as we created it. Anna Kozachuk, Olet Simbal, and Ria Balasubramanyam were our interviewers in this episode. Thank you to Karina Bolan, Igor Mikriokov, and the staff at Osada. Thank you to our editor, Rob Cameron, for leading and supporting our work. And thank you to Sandy Friedman, Alex Milne, and Avi Tapar for our new theme. I'm Pasha Tobe. And I'm Megan Akakubal, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>